Bueller. 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 Ferris Bueller Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Atreya Laguna. And we have Scott Carley with us back again today. Welcome back, Scott. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You uh, you specifically requested uh, this sequence for, for, for your minutes for this week. It's been it's been fun. I'm really excited to get to the, the, the crux of this. The, the the hump hump day minute yeah no, yeah I don't like that I, I, th- this one uh th- this th- yeah i i i have a I, I have quite a bit to say about this and then there's actually um some stuff tomorrow that i had for i i had forgotten happened here and is uh really convenient so uh i'll have awesome. some, i'll have a lot to say about something tomorrow as well so cool i'm excited to get to that Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, today we are talking about Minute 18. Minute 18 starts with Cameron breaking down, and it ends with Del Close imprisoning the word prison on the chalkboard. So we get the rest of Cameron's I'll goes. Uh-huh. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. He turns the car on. It's like, shit. He turns the car on, and he turns it right back off. And he beats on the passengers. He just so there's so much like going on. There's so much expressiveness here as Cameron just doesn't know what to do with himself. He can't make up his mind. I, I like there's a couple of shots that I particularly like in this minute. I really, really like the shot of uh, the car from like us outside the car. There's like some trees between us and where Cameron is at as he he turns his car on and he like steps on the on the gas even though it's in park and you just hear the engine kind of suffering for a little bit as he's just like screaming with the car revving and it's very angry. I don't think I've ever done that. I've never been, I've never, I've never uh, stressed my car out like that. I feel like that's really bad for your car. I'd be too, I, I'd be too scared to mess up my car, I think. Me too. Me too. In the, in the commentary, John Hughes says that he's done that a lot. He, he, he says that he just, you just let your car suffer a little bit. And I'm like, that sounds like a terrible idea, John Hughes. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? And then he shuts off the car again, and he gets out of the car. And then we, uh, I uh, th- this is the other cut that I really like is we cut back into the car after Cameron has left it. So we're sitting and we're looking over the steering wheel. We can see Cameron out the back window as he like tries to head back to the door. Like he's gonna go inside. Like he's made up his mind. Like fine, I'm not gonna go. And he starts to go inside. And then he t- you see him come back and he jumps up and down and he just can't make up his mind. Like what's he gonna do? Cameron's very uh, he's really having a hard time here. Yeah, the um the 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 beat of him leaving and then coming back to the empty car and just sitting in the empty car, like letting the camera just sit in the empty car and then seeing him come into the background and mm-hmm. jump up and down and then just sort of like throw something toward his house. Um that whole joke and that uh comedic timing on that Mm -hmm. i i i remember i remember watching this for the first time and um having to rewind it and watch this over and over again because there was something about 
the comedic timing of this moment and the idea of just like looking at nothing and the surprise yeah. comes like in the background where you're not even focused on. And, and that joke, I don't know that that's really, if that had ever been really done much before then, like it's a, it's a thing that Joss Whedon does a lot. Um, I remember there's this, um, there's this really great joke. I think it's in season seven. There's an episode where, um, everyone, uh, a, a bunch of the women in town fall in love with, uh, this one uh, teenage boy. And then there's a scene where the principal is like trying to figure out what's going on and like is talking to someone on the phone in the background. You can see like Buffy with like a bazooka, like aiming it at the principal (laughs) and then spike comes out of nowhere and like tackles her. Like, don't do that. And, but like, you don't, you don't hear any of it. You just hear the principal on the phone. And just mm-hmm. see everything in the background. And it just reminds me of this. And I just, there's something about the comedic timing of looking at something that is meaningless. Yes. And and then letting the funny thing happen in passing in the background. There's just something so specific about that that I find it just, it really tickles my funny bone uh, in a very specific way that I... I love a lot and has definitely inspired my sense of humor and, and what I, the kinds of uh, visual jokes that I like, because that's the thing. It's a purely visual joke Mm -hmm. and uh, there's something really cinematic about that. Yeah. I think it's really effective. It's one of those moments that like as a kid watching this movie that I used to just laugh hysterically at as he was like, Mm -hmm. which I, I guess we're supposed to feel for Cameron. Like, poor Cameron, he's struggling with this, but it's so funny. Like, the uh, way he's dealing, the way he's wrestling with himself over whether or not he's going to go to Ferris's house. It's so fantastic. Really like it. It's really well shot. It's one of my favorite, like, just like single shots in the movie. That, and I, I really loved um, last week. We had a moment where when Ferris is playing on his sick kid piano, and he turns and looks over his shoulder. At, a, at the camera. I really, <laughs> that's another, there's moments like that, like little just purely visual gags that I think are really well constructed in this movie. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I think that this is, uh, I, I think that this, this movie is without a doubt, uh, John Hughes best film. Um, and, and I think that it is because it is so, it's really tight. And really mm-hmm. well constructed, like it's really well edited, it's really well written, like everything about it just works at a hundred and ten percent proficiency, you know. And mm-hmm. and I I just think that as an efficient piece of, you know, like a whatever a hundred minute movie, like it's. It I don't think any of his other movies work quite like this. I mean, because Sixteen Candles is uh fine i don't love 16 Mm. candles it's fine um breakfast club is really tight but it's it's a it's a bottle movie like it yeah basically just takes place in one set so it's kind of got a gimmick uh in that and then his later movies after this um weird science which i don't like at all uh and um uh, what's the other one that he has right after this? Um, 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 is that all of the high school movies? 
I think you've. I think you. I think that is all of them. I can't. Okay. Because yeah, I, I think his two thing. best movies are are this and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, I think those. I don't are, think I've seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Actually. Oh, it is. It it is it is uh, him doing. Uh, it, it's like his. Um, it seems weird to call it a spiritual sequel to to Ferris Bueller because it's really not. But like <laughs> from from the from like the the way that the um, the way that I get he what you uses, that. yeah, like the way that you you would like use visual jokes and the way that it's written and just like the way the characters interact with each other. It's very much in the spirit of Ferris Bueller, way oh, more oh, so nice. than his other films, which I think I think uh, like Weird Science is sort of like on par with. 16 candles like it's kind of got a say a similar kind of vibe to it but like ferris bueller and planes trains and automobiles i think are his two best movies because they do have a a similar um sensibility mm-hmm. i guess and those ones came out those ones came out back to back to each other it's interesting because you you related 16 candles and weird science which are his first two that he directed and then we have breakfast club ferris bueller and then Tr- planes trains and automobiles and each of them take place like a year after the last oh. um so it's like he's he's like you know, you see, you can kind of see how he's like learning with each of them and taking that on to the next, like how that's going to mm-hmm. shape what the next one is. I'm actually really excited. I'll have to go watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles now. I like, I love. John yeah, wa- watch it around Thanksgiving. It's a, it's like the perfect Thanksgiving movie. Nice. That's good to know. I will. Uh, yeah. I will have to do that. The, the that'll late, be that'll be something we do after we wrap up on Ferris. Then the, the late great John Candy. Oh, I love John mm-hmm. Candy. We're not here to talk about John Candy though. <laughs> We're here to talk about Del Close, the Chicago improviser that plays <laughs> the uh, English teacher in Sloane's classroom. And uh, the way he talks, the affectation he has as he speaks, is so bizarre. Uh, I tried to write out, like, kind of phonetically <laughs> the way he speaks in my notes. But he's got this, he's like, using the piece of chalk to, like, gesture at them. He's kind of, like, po- like not pointing at them, but he's like using it to punctuate what he's doing. He's like, in what way does the author's use of the prison... And then tomorrow he's, he continues it. Uh, I like the way he draws a prison around the word prison on yeah, the board. Yeah, he has to draw a little square with little bars. <laughs> uh, this is all just more improvisation going on as they're shooting. Uh John Hughes said that he really liked the uh, the work that Del Close did, and so when they got him in for the movie, the two of them were just like, "What, what can we do to make this teacher unbearable?" And they gave him this really weird speaking pattern, and uh, everyone looks so bored in this classroom. It's like Sloane's gonna fall asleep sitting there. Well, it's not even that he necessarily has a a, a strange speech pattern. I think it's more like. He's the worst improviser ever um, in that he's making up every single word that he says one word at a time, mm-hmm. thinking very carefully as he thinks of the next <laughs> word that he's going to say. Like, it, it's yeah, it's. it's I just think it's a really uh, funny thing for an improviser to come up with because yeah, it 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 just seems like this guy um, doesn't bother planning his classes anymore because he's just taught the same class every year. 
He's just done this lecture so many times. Yeah, for like 30 years. And so he doesn't he doesn't have he just has all of his notes from all of his classes basically memorized. And so he's just sort of making it up as he goes along. Mm -hmm. But he's really bad at it. And I just think that he's putting everyone to sleep. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I don't I don't I've had some teachers like like the Ben Stein class, the really kind of monotonous. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I've had any teachers quite like like this one, who's just mm. I don't want to say measured. It really does. It really does seem like he doesn't know exactly what he's gonna say until he starts saying it, and he just has to take the time to be like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> mm-hmm. It he uh, he. I had a geology teacher like this. Um, and uh, that was not fun. Learning about rocks uh, in this uh, style. Oh, no. <laughs> in this style of teaching, uh, not the best, not the best. But no, rocks, sounds... not super interesting in general. Uh, and uh, <laughs> being being taught about rocks like this, uh, not uh, not fun. Not a fun class. No, that's for sure. no, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, I think we're gonna ask Crystal Beth. A little bit more she she messaged me about del close and she said she had a story about how he uh, he inspired the relationship that she has with john robert wilson so we're gonna we're gonna pester her about that and see if we can get a either like a bonus episode on a weekend or we'll just Mm. wait until her guest spots and i'll be like tell me everything about del close Which I think is going to be fun. She, uh, so, so, uh, cause we, we briefly mentioned his name on one of our bonus episodes, like the, the one we recorded months and months before the show actually started. And back then neither Victoria and I knew anything about who Del Close was. And so we just went past him in passing and she's like, what, how do you not, it was great. I like Crystal Beth a lot. We're going to have her on as a guest later on in this, in the, in this, in the season. So stay tuned for that. Um, we only get a little tiny bit of Sloane Peterson in this minute, and she doesn't get to say anything. So I think I want to wait and talk about Mia Sarah tomorrow, if that's okay with you guys. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. See if there was anything else in my notes I had specific to this minute. A lot of the, te- the a lot of the classroom stuff is just I don't want to talk necessarily about what the lecture is about because that's not. That's not interesting. Um, Sloan looks bored. I do have notes about Mia Sarah for this minute, but I will save them for tomorrow. Um, and we already talked about Ferris's saying that Cameron was going to go on like that for another thirty for a good thirty minutes. So I think that's everything. How do you guys feel? All right. Good. Pretty pretty good. Pretty concise. We're gonna be. It's gonna be a really tight week, you guys. <laughs> I uh. I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. I really love that we're doing this show, Victoria. I know I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say it every day. I love this every movie. Time. Really love this movie. I didn't say it yesterday. I really <laughs> love this movie. Uh, <laughs> Scott, do you have anything that you would like to plug before we wrap up this minute? I mean, just just my uh, movies by minutes shows, I guess. Spider-Man Minute, uh, which is uh, we're 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 nearing the halfway point of the first film, and also Cornetto Minute, which is. Uh, 
just launched its pilot and will uh, be covering uh, every episode of Spaced uh, one episode at a time for a little uh, until we get through the 14 episodes of that. And then we'll launch uh, Shaun of the Dead Minute uh, in October. So awesome. We're excited for that. I really have been enjoying Spider-Man Minute immensely. That was a movie that that I loved, loved a lot as a as a young teenager. So I'm excited to uh, I really like listening to you guys talk about that. I would love uh, would love to be a guest. We're going to make that happen sometime, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're on I'm the just going to come over. You'll, and be, you'll like, yes. be on eventually. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. excited. It feels like a waiting game. Just like, oh, my God, this <laughs> show is so fun. <laughs> that's how it goes there's so many minute podcasts that pop up and i'm just like i want to guess the spot but like i picked something later and i'm just like i'm just watching it go by like don't forget about me <laughs> it'll be okay it'll be okay all right and everybody else uh you can find us on facebook at ferris bueller minute and we have a facebook group the save ferris listen uh, no the save ferris society i could have said i could have added Listener Society, I suppose. The Save Ferris Society on Facebook, which is a little closed group that uh, we've been having a lot of discussion about the contents of each of the minutes with our listeners. Uh, I have also been posting some additional links on there as I've been doing my research because there's a lot of really good stuff about Ferris Bueller, and not all of it has is uh, something we've taken the time to talk about. So check that out for a little bit more depth to the show, and uh, come back tomorrow for Minute 19. Oh. Oh, 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 oh,